Tonight on the Libra Lounge with Keisha, we give a recap of the Emmys and all the horrible fashions. What is really going on with Aaron Carter? And we have a local family here who wants to talk about their experience with the miscarriage of justice. This is the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Happy Wednesday, everyone, and welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. So, okay, I know how you bitches be looking at me. I know my eyebrows are not right tonight. I've gone the whole day like this, so we just gonna get through this whole podcast and just ignore the fact that they're just not all the way together. My stick broke, like, people don't get it. My husband's like, why can't you just go get any kind of eyebrow stuff? No, I have to have my benefits eyebrow stuff. I'm dark skinned and other people be trying to put black eyebrows on me. I don't want black eyebrows, I want dark eyebrows. So you can kind of see it, but fuck y'all if y'all talk about me about that, okay? All right, so if you're a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is, it's time for The Gab. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true too. Let's gossip The Gab with Keisha. All right, so we have to talk about the Emmys. I can't tell you who won because you know I don't care about that. But you know what I do care about? I care about what people wore. And there was a lot of misses last night, but there were some really good hits, right, Producer James? Uh, he doesn't know. Yeah, exactly. I just wanted to see how if he could lie about it or not. All right, so let's go down the list of some of the people that caught my attention as far as what they wore last night. Let's see what we got. Oh, God. So, okay. Y'all know we're all about female empowerment. You know I'm all about the thick and juicy girls. And y'all know I love the show This Is Us. This is one of the stars of This Is Us. Chrissy, how do you say her last name? Metz with a Z? Yeah, Metz or Meals or something like that. Yes, now, you know, she plays Kate. And Chrissy is a cute girl. Whether she's big or little, she's got a very cute face. She's got beautiful eyes. She is big. And this shit that she wore at the Emmys made her look 500 pounds bigger. I don't understand why she can't find a stylist who specializes in plus sizes. Like, seriously, I'm going to start a GoFundMe account just for that. And if we have extra cash left over after we find her a stylist, I'm going to get one for Octavia Spencer, too, because she wears the same shit to every award ceremony she goes to. Look, if they can make zoo animals look beautiful, they, they can, can do something with Chrissy. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know. It looks like they had a garbage bag. Okay, they had about five garbage bags. And they just threw some shiny shit on it and said, hey, you know what? This is fashion. Wear it to the Emmys. Where everybody's making fun of you because that just looks bad. It does. It looks like a uh, like a grade school girl taking pictures that don't want to be there. It, it looks like the Kool Aid Man, Black Cherry. Yeah, I mean, come on, look at that. Yeah, Black Cherry Kool Aid Man. I don't know, Chrissy. I, I mean, I would have told them if this is what I have to wear, I'm just not gonna go. I'm gonna stay home. You let me know if we want anything, but I'm not. To, I'm not gonna wear this. I mean, that, I don't. No, were they trying to make her look like a mermaid at the bottom? What is that? Ursula. Oh, my God. Girl, she's trying to get that role. She heard that the Little Mermaid was going to be black. So she said, you know what? I'm light-skinned black. Let me see if I can be Ursula. That is what she looks like. And it just looks bad. I, I mean, 
It's not flattering at all. Not at all. And I'm a big girl, and I'm not as big as Chrissy. But I'm just saying that they could have found something better for her to wear. Okay, who's the next person? Okay, so Carrie Washington looks amazing. This was not the appropriate outfit to wear to the Emmys. Like, you're supposed to dress up at the Emmys. So push that off to the side. I think she looks great. I love the bangs, the high ponytail, and the goddamn sequin pants. Like, do you know you a bad bitch if you can walk around with sequin pants on like that? I mean, she looks really, really good. Uh, what? No, I, I agree. I think that's a, I don't think you have to have a flowing gown. To look no, red. to the Emmys, yes. It is red. It is a red carpet event. Yes, you are supposed to dress up to the Emmys. She looks like she's going like to the MTV Movie Awards or the VMAs or something like that. But she looks good. Who's next? Oh, boy. Uh, where do we start? First, they're Kardashians. That's the number one mistake. Um what does Kendall have on? Okay, so the dress part of it is is pretty, but I don't understand the dominatrix leather pleather stuff going on at the top. I, I don't know. It looks bad. And Kim, Kim looks like she's going as like Morticia Adams or Elvira for Halloween. Like nothing looks couture. It just looks bad. Kim's hair doesn't go with that dress. It's just... It's a mess. That's why people were laughing at y'all when y'all got up there to present that award. They're pissed because when they were presenting an award, they got laughed at like pretty loudly. And then, you know, people on Twitter have been tearing them up since it happened. Yeah, that picture kind of looks like the uh, movie cover for the movie Twins. Oh, the big and little. Yeah, with Schwarzenegger next to Danny DeVito. I, don't, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I really like the... The bottom part of I like the dress part. I just don't like the added top. I, I I don't I don't know. It's like they had a great idea. It's like oh this is so beautiful. Let me fuck it up real quick and add this. That's yeah. what it looks like. Yeah, I don't get the latex. Yeah. So okay, who's next on the list? Oh my bitch Zendaya. She shut it all the way down. If Zendaya would have walked the purple carpet before I did, I would have just said, oh that's okay. I'm just gonna go meet you at the after party. She's perfection from head to toe. I think she's got like a copper tone hair color that looks really good with her skin tone. And she just looks great. Now, when I posted this, some of you hating ass bitches were like, she needs to eat. Okay, you know what? Whatever. She's skinny. She has always been skinny. She looks healthy and everything about it is just perfection. You don't have nothing to say, Producer James? Uh, you scared because she looked good? You don't want to say she looks good? I think she could have used some more chest for that dress but well she's a, she that's her shape she's tall and lanky like i mean you've seen her in all the spider-man movies she's just she's she's everybody can't Black. have titties like mine okay leave the girl alone go to the next picture oh, yeah. oh so khaleesi mother of dragons what's her name i always call her emilia but james told me one day you know it's amelia right Amelia Clark. Well, then don't spell it like Emilia. Spell it like Amelia. Amelia's A-M. Oh, Lord. Anyway, so she looks outstanding. Like, I can find not one flaw. She don't have any titties either, so I'm sure 
Producer James doesn't like that. No, she does. Oh, yeah, because we saw her titties on Game of Thrones when she was fucking her nephew. Exactly. We saw. Yes, yes, yes. So her hair's perfect. The accessories are perfect. That dress, the halter top, it's, it's, I love it. I'm jealous. I just keep forgetting that she's a brunette. Because that you, in Game of Thrones, you see her with white hair. Right. Every time I see her with natural hair, it throws me off. She looks great. This is the best that I've ever seen her look. And I'm one of those people. She was one of the actresses that you see her in a role and you think she's cute. But then you see her, like, not in that role. You're like, ooh, is that the same person? This is the first time I've seen her not as Khaleesi. And I think she looks really, really good. So, I think she gets a 10. Do we have anybody else to make fun of? Oh, Violin Davis. Oh, shut up. Viola Davis. Y'all know that's that's my girl. And Elise. And Elise can get you out of any kind of case that you're in. And usually Viola does no wrong, but this, I don't know. I just the dress, I don't understand it. The hair, it looked like she got like five packs of those pink sponge rollers and rolled it the night before, put some Dax grease in it, and then just fluffed it all out right before the award show. That's how she looks, and it does not look good at all. I love the dress. I just don't like the hair. And, and I then like the, the pearls don't look good. They don't do anything for the outfit, but her body is amazing. Yeah, well, the pearls are like the the first two in the bottom are in the right space, but the next one, like the half choker, like it looks like it's too I, high. I I don't know, Viola. Please don't 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 sue me. Don't send don't send the other little lawyers out to kill me, and then y'all figure out how to get away with that murder again. Uh, but yeah, she does, and like the makeup is too dark. I, I don't I don't know. I I didn't like it at all. But no, I think that's just her. She look. We don't make fun of dark skin folks, okay? Just because you like skin, don't mean nothing. So I didn't like it. The hair just was a mess. It should have been slicked back in like a low bun or a ponytail, a straight sleek ponytail, something. I I don't know. But it and then she had that white purse. I don't. It's just I don't. There's just something doesn't flow well. I'm I, I don't even know what it is, but it just does not work at all. So let me ask you, as far as Viola Davis goes, what role has she looked the best in that you think she should dress like? I've seen her at uh, awards events, and she's looked really good. Okay. Yeah. Um, who's next? Anybody? Yes. We got the queen bitch, oh, RuPaul. Now, y'all know RuPaul can do no wrong, and once again, he did no wrong last night. Not only did he show up to show you bitches how to really do it, he took home an Emmy as well. We can go to the next person. There's nothing to say. That's the last one. Is it really? Yep. Wait a minute. What about, um, what's her name? The other girl from Game of Thrones. Lady Brienne. Oh, you didn't send me a picture of her. Okay, so I know you guys, if you didn't see the picture of, what's her real name? Gwendolyn Christie. She's like 15 feet tall. Um, she, I don't know. She wore Gucci, which is great. But she had on a dress that looked like, soon as the award ceremony was done, she had to go have dinner with Jesus and all the disciples. Did that, that, I mean, that was like, I don't even know what that was. It was really like Marie Antoinette. Kind no, of it was not. It was, okay. It right. absolutely okay, was let not. Me try again. No. How about. She looked like Jesus in that picture of the Last Supper. Well, she looked kind of like high class Renaissance fair. How's no. That? I almost shit. She looked straight up disciples. Okay. That's it. That's all that she looked like. I don't get it. I mean, if I were Gucci, I would say, you know what? We made this. We're going to let you wear it, but don't tell nobody it's Gucci. That's what it looked like. It was, I don't know, it was a mess. So, anyway, that's the recap of the Emmys. So, Aaron Carter, uh, how old are we? We're, like, almost old, right? 
Well, I'm 40. You're like <laughs> still 50. 39. <laughs> so, okay, Aaron Carter, everyone knows his brother, Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys, but Aaron had a very successful career on his own. Um, he was kind of during that phase where Hillary Duff was really popular. He dated her and he has some cute songs. I'm sure like there's a kids bop CD that has some of his songs on it. But uh, he has just like lost his fucking mind. First, he like disappeared for years and years and years. Then he came back looking like he like was like he broke bad. Like yeah, really I mean, he looked like crazy. he's on meth and crack. Um, he looks bad. He's super, super skinny. And then he was like, you guys are all making fun of me on Twitter, but I've got some kind of disease. It's called uh, bulimia is the disease that you have. He's skin and bones, and he's kind of crazy. So the first thing he did was he was trying to get Hillary Duff back, and Hillary's like, uh, negative. Then what was the next thing that he did that was bizarre? He started, like, doing, like, these re weird tweets and then shit about guns and... Was he on uh, any of those, like, celebrity rehab kind of shows or anything like that? He was not, but he's okay. getting ready to be on Marriage Boot Camp oh. Family Edition gotcha. with... Corey Feldman, who is a crackhead within his own rights. Um, but anyway, things got really, really bad this week because he actually got on Twitter and said that his older brother, Nick Carter, raped a 91-year-old woman. And he's recapping this story. But at the same time, he's doing at the FBI. So he's tagging the FBI on everything he says. Because that's exactly how you report crimes. Yeah, you, I'm going to put it on Twitter, and then I'm going to at you guys. So that means yeah. that it's really, really serious, because I added y'all. I'm going to at mention the FBI. Yeah, he kept adding the FBI. And I was like, I didn't even know the FBI had Twitter. I didn't know they watched Twitter like that. I, I, I didn't know you could at the FBI. A person like me doesn't need to know information like that because somebody could piss me off. I would be like, that motherfucker robbed a bank at FBI. That, that's just what I would do. So anyway, he's claiming that his brother raped a 91-year-old woman. And this is how I know he's lying. Well, I know he's lying because at 91, it's not called rape. It's called a favor. And then he said, like, he had to cover up her mouth. You ain't got to cover up a 91-year-old woman's mouth when you get a rape. She ain't had sex in a long time. Believe me, she probably enjoyed that. But uh, this woman was like, I don't know, a patient of his mom. It's, the whole thing is crazy. It's insane. Yeah, and I, I don't know if I believe it or not, but, you know, a few years back, Nick got accused of rape by one of the girls from the group Dream. Oh, I thought you meant one of the Golden Girls. Oh, my God. Y'all know he's going to be cracking old woman jokes all night long. So, anyway, it looks like Aaron Carter needs to be under psych evaluation immediately because, you know, he has all, of course, every crazy damn person has to have what? Guns. So, they were trying. He was like, I'm not giving up my guns. He finally gave them up because they were like, look, motherfucker, either give them up or we're going to lock you up. But I, I don't know. All of his family says that he, they don't want to have anything to do with them. But the Carter family's kind of crazy. Like, they are, the be. parents were crazy. One of the sisters died. Like, oh, that may be like, how long have we been together? Forever, ever, ever? Yeah. I much. think we were together when she died of an OD. I don't know. I, I, he looks like he's just on drugs and he's got something mental going on. But I just don't know what it is yet.
So, moving right along. Okay, so you guys know that I have an obsession with Teresa Judice from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. I don't care how low her hairline is. James says she looks like a man, and a lot of you do too, but I, she is like the queen bitch. So, you guys know that she spent some time in prison, like 15 months, um, because her and her husband, they, I don't even know, they were doing like tax evasion, all Something kinds of like fraud, that. things like that. So, her husband, Joe, he had like a three-year sentence. And during that process, it, it came to light that Joe is not technically, well, no, he's not a citizen of the United States at all. But he's been here since he's a year old. I mean, yeah, yeah. and he's married to a, a, a U.S. citizen. He's got four daughters. You know what I mean? Isn't it kind of his parents' fault that they didn't fucking make him a citizen? I he was so. one. Yeah. Okay, so here's the well, thing. Well, but then again, when you're 18, you know what your status is. Okay, I and can't remember shit that I did last week. You think I'm going to remember from the time I was one? You know what? I'm really not from this country. I might. But here's the thing. I mean, you have to assume he's got social security number, driver's license. I think he, could, he did. He could register businesses. He did. Like, Okay, so anyway, so Joe has served his time, but when he was being scheduled to be released, he was actually picked up by ICE, and he's been there this entire time, and it's been months, and he says that the conditions there are deplorable. Is that the, is that the right word? Or did you I just it make right? it up? No, yeah, it's good. Okay, I said it right, too? You did. And I used it correctly? Yep. Oh, we on a roll tonight. So the conditions are really, really bad. Um, he tried to get it appealed. But the judge denied it. Like, they are not letting him out. I think that they're trying to use him as an example. But this one, I think, is a little bit much. So he's waiting now to see if he's going to be deported back to Italy, which is where he's from. But I don't know. This one, uh, I, I don't like it. I think, look, he served his time. Tell him he's got a certain amount of time to get all of this corrected as far as, you know, being a citizen, let him go home to his damn kids. I mean, I, I, I don't I don't know. What do you think about that one? I mean, yeah, I, I think that would be fair. You know, give enough time so to too. be compliant. And then, yeah. you know, because they've been through a lot. They've been through a lot. Those girls, I mean, they, enough is enough. Well, and they both, both him and Teresa, they both served their jail time. Completely. Yeah, they did. Like, they no, served it. Yeah. And they paid their fines, and they had like almost $500,000 worth of fees. Yeah, I think they, they had to pay, and they've paid it all. Yeah, I think they pay their dues. Yeah, I, I think, think so. they should let him go home and say, look, within the next such and such a months, you need to, how long does it take to become a citizen? I don't know. I've been a citizen my whole life. I don't know. Well, however long it takes, tell him he's got till this time to get it done, become a legal citizen, or you will be deported back to Italy. Are, are him and Teresa still married? They're still married. Okay. All right. Yeah. I just want to see him come back and... Uh, talk to her about doing her fitness modeling because it seemed like she said that would be a problem for him no he actually wished her luck on it he was like you know what you you look amazing you've done such a great job well i bet he did while he's in prison well <laughs> i don't i here's here's what i think he's i think that if he does go home i don't see them staying together because Teresa has all this independence that she's never had in her whole life yeah but she's also all about family no, nah, yeah. I think she's all about dick because she's been seen with a few other men during the time that Joe has been in prison. And she has, she has very openly said that, you know, she faults him for all of this. So there's a lot of hostility. And remember, when she was released from prison, it wasn't very long afterwards that her mom passed away. And she's like, I lost that time that I was in prison. I lost that time with my mom. So... 
that's it. I, I don't know if we can start a petition. I think his daughter's, oh, that's sad. His daughter started a petition to free Joe. So, I don't know. I wish them luck. But, Teresa, you know I've been trying to get you on the show. Don't act like a, a snooty bitch, okay? Come see me. Come talk to me. We can do it over the phone. Um, okay, so when we get back, we have a very compelling story that you all need to hear about injustice, basically, with the, I mean, what is it, the court system that, you know? Criminal justice system. The criminal system. justice yeah. system. See, I said deplorable or earlier, and I got that right, so I'm going to fuck up, like, everything else that I try to say. So um, when we get back, we're going to have the Douglas, Douglas family tell us their story of injustice. All right, ladies, are any of these on your to-do list? Lose weight, improve flexibility and posture, get muscle definition, and most important of all, reduce stress. Now you might be saying, damn, Keisha, how am I going to do all of that? ever tried bar? I'm here to tell you that Classic Bar by Sherry is the perfect low-impact workout that's right for women in every age group. The ballet bar is used for stability and balance while using small hand weights, core strengthening, and stretching with a splash of cardio. Because I love you, I'm telling you that you can try your first Classic Bar class with Sherry for only $10. And because I really, really, really love you, if you mention the Libra Lounge, you get half off. Stop by Sherry's studio and see what it's all about. She's located inside Femme Fatale Women's Fit Club at 689 FM 517 in Dickinson. Or go to thelibralounge.net and click on the link for more info. The Alrighty, welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. In the studio tonight, I have the Douglas, Douglas family, and we have Tanika Douglas-White, and we have Sharon Drug, not Sharon Duh Douglas. Is that, did I say it right? Yes, ma'am. Okay, all right. So they're here to show, sh- share a really compelling story. You know, Kim Kardashian decided she wants to try to be like an attorney or something like that. So she has actually had some cases reopened of people that are in prison. So it kind of goes along with what we're going to talk about tonight. So, you know, tell us what your brother Bud was like growing up. How would you describe him? Now he's your brother, but who is he to you? My brother. Brother. Okay. Got you. All right. Yes. So Bud was kind of like the clown of mm-hmm. the family okay. he enjoyed having fun mm-hmm. um but at the same time he was also you know very well mannered okay um but was like that kind of kid that when we were young when my mother's mother my grandmother was uh living mm-hmm. he would get out of school mm-hmm. and he would go and check on our grandmother okay um he was just you know a fun-loving guy. Now, is he the oldest child? No. He's not. Okay. He's the third oldest. He's the third oldest. Yes. Okay. So, people that knew him when he before he went to prison, how would they describe him? Would it be the same way kind of as you, like the wanted to make everybody laugh? Pretty much. Pretty much? Pretty much. Okay. And, you know, even like, you know, since I've kind of... Uh, gone out and posted on social media about his entire situation Mm -hmm. you could look in the comments and you can just see how a lot of people are just you know I never believed it you know but was just not that kind of guy you know and so forth I mean um, I wouldn't even say he just hung around anybody that was necessarily what you would call a bad actor I mean you know we just we wasn't even raised like that Mm -hmm. okay so 
If Bud were here for this interview, what would he say about the days that led up to his arrest? Um, prior to, well, Bud was actually living in Dickinson because we're from Dickinson. Mm -hmm. We're originally from Dickinson. And uh, he ended up transferring from Dickinson High School to Dobie High School. Okay. And so... So that's what, Pearland? area that's kind of like land uh, i guess south houston south houston okay yeah okay. kind of like you know uh scarsdale area. right mm -hmm. um so i mean it was just normal right it's just a typical day so it he was, was just, still in high school he was still in, he was still in high school he had but was 18. He had just turned 18 when he was arrested. And just so our audience will know, Bud has been in prison for 26 years. Yes. Okay, because I've heard his story before, but I had no idea that he'd been locked up for 26 years. For 26 years. Mm -hmm. It just made 26 years. September uh, 7th was the day that he was picked up uh, from school. Okay, so tell us what exactly Bud is charged with. But is charged with capital murder. Capital murder. Okay, so what happened? Well, on August 8th, uh, there were, you know, uh, teenagers, young kids out playing basketball mm -hmm. over at, I believe the name of the school is called Mitchell Elementary. It's in the Gulf Meadows area. Okay. Um, Fuquay. Fuquay near Telephone Road. Okay. Um, they were all out playing basketball. And from what I understand and just reading the police reports, uh, there were three guys. Two stayed behind. I mean, two got out of the car. One stayed in the car. Mm -hmm. They came up and kind of like, you know, I guess attempted to uh, pretend as if they wanted to play pickup basketball or something like that. Okay. So um, they did that. And then for whatever reason... One of them, I guess the one with the gun, must have approached the oldest one that was out there. His okay. name is Freddy Garcia. He was 17 at the time. Mm -hmm. So he approached him. He demanded his uh, car keys. Okay. And from what witnesses have said, you know, Freddy was like, uh, stop playing mm -hmm. or whatever. And next thing you know, uh, a fight ensued. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I guess the gunman was able to kind of break free mm -hmm. or whatever, and he stepped back and he shot Freddie Garcia in the head. Oh, wow. Which, of okay. course, uh, ultimately led to his death. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing is that people get shot all the time, but when mm -hmm. you shoot someone in the head, you want to kill them. You're not just exactly. shooting them like, I'm mad at you or get away from me. You shoot someone in the head when you want to kill them. Exactly. Yes. So then how how was it that Bud got charged with this murder? Well, I will say this. Bud was not a part of the initial investigation. They okay. were looking at, you know, there were other people that they had been looking uh, into. Mm -hmm. However, being that he went to Dobie High School, he was, uh, he said he was on his way to lunch. Mm -hmm. And the principal approached him and asked him if he would come down to the office. Mm -hmm. And so when he gets there, he's met with a, a detective from HPD mm -hmm. and I believe one or two other officers. Mm -hmm. And so they asked him, well, you know, do you know why we're here? And, you know, of course, him being oblivious, he's like, no. Mm -hmm. And so um, they say, well, 
I guess that's when they proceeded on to tell him why they were there and if he would be willing to come down for questioning. Mm -hmm. You know, him being not a street kid mm -hmm. or whatever, um, and being the person that he is, you know, he agreed to it. Mm -hmm. He um, didn't get a call his mom or no, anything no. like that. He didn't, we didn't know anything. Okay, so even when they got to the police station, they didn't let him call, you know, I don't know what the standard procedure is, but usually, especially with him being so young, but 18, he's legally exactly. an adult. Exactly. Okay. All right. So they take him. I mean, do they handcuff him at the high school? I believe they handcuffed him, but I'm mm -hmm. not 100% sure. So when they were at the high school, did they say you're under arrest or we just need no. you to come for questioning? They just only, they only asked him if he would be willing to come down for questioning. And then they still handcuffed him. And they handcuffed him and took him down to uh, the police station on Macau Road. So that doesn't, that doesn't sound right. Let me ask a white person because y'all always know the law. Is that right? Well, you don't handcuff someone unless they like pose a threat or they're under arrest. Yeah, exactly right. So, I mean, what can happen is they can say, you want to come down for questioning and mm -hmm. you say yes. They say, okay, well, you know, you're under arrest for, for this. I mean, yeah, you don't put somebody in handcuffs just to, to take escort. them to get questioned. Yeah. Unless they're truly taking them in. For questioning okay which is and i'm sure as an 18 year old i mean he probably didn't even fully understand anything no i okay. mean it's, he's never been in trouble before right yeah that's the thing people who have never been in trouble want to comply with the police exactly because they've never known exactly not to. right so okay they get him down to the police station so they start questioning him what led them to say okay you're under arrest for the murder of what is it freddie garcia freddie garcia yes. okay so he was questioned. Mm -hmm. They uh, he kept maintaining his innocence. Mm -hmm. um, they asked him if he would be willing to take a polygraph test. Okay. He agreed. Mm -hmm. He went down, took a polygraph test. Mm -hmm. From my understanding, he passed that polygraph mm -hmm. test. Mm -hmm. um, and so I guess one of the police officers who was there um, uh, doing the polygraph test mm -hmm. must have, you know, he was talking to him, and. He, Bud told me some of the things, some of the questions or kind of like what he was insinuating and so forth, uh, some of the things that he said. But, of course, I don't remember. I can't recall what right. that com how that conversation went. However, after the polygraph test, he was taken back to the interrogation room. Okay. And then the detective, of course, who came down and picked him up for questioning, he started asking him questions again. Mm. He, But, of course, kept telling him, I have no idea. You know, he right. kept saying that he was innocent. Mm -hmm. He had no idea. He, you know, he don't even know the area. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, um, then why he was, uh, Buzz said that why he was, you know, of course, while they were talking, you know, the detective was asking the questions and so forth. He's typing the entire time on a computer mm -hmm. and he goes and he prints whatever it was he typed. He prints it out. He hands it to Bud. Bud's thinking that this document that he is about to sign mm -hmm. is, you know, I guess for a release so that right. he can go ahead mm -hmm. and go home. They typed a confession. It they turned out to be a confession. Which, which is he a signed it. tactic. He signed it. And as soon as he finished signing it and initialed it, arrested. they arrested him. They charged him. Hmm. He was in a photo. Like... Too. 
Oh, oh he was in a, right. Sharon he was he was in a lineup as well, and he was not picked out of the lineup by witnesses that were at the park that day. Because okay. initially, when the detectives, when they had um, spoke to the witnesses, they I think they interviewed four. Okay. Four of the witnesses who was out there with the victim, mm -hmm. um, and they all gave you know statements. They said that the shooter was uh, one of them said that the shooter was about his height, 5'5 five, five to 5'6, five, mm -hmm. medium complexion. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then the uh, other uh, individual that was with him, he was about six feet tall. Mm -hmm. I think they kind of gave a range of, uh, I forget if it was like 5'10 to 6 feet or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he was a dark complexion. Okay. But it's very it's high yellow too. So you so, can tell. Bit, you yeah. can tell if you're standing next. If somebody is within close proximity of you, right? You'll know if that person is about your height. Right. Whereas even during the court system, um, when his attorney had asked uh, the guy who of course would initially point him out and say that yes he did it mm -hmm. he had them stand by side side by side mm -hmm. and you can see the difference so here's where i'm confused is that okay he passes the polygraph test mm -hmm. and then he is put in a in a lineup yes and he's not identified as a killer so the other guys that were there that's why I'm confused. Wouldn't they be able to identify the person that was the shooter? Exactly. Because yeah. it wasn't that many of them, was it? No. Well, here's the problem is that was there any other suspects to compare to? Because if uh, I'm just wondering, how did they get to Bud being a possible well, let me back up. suspect? Before they had even approached him at school, um, the witness, this one witness, the same one who said that the shooter was his height, mm -hmm. He, when he supposedly went home and told his mom, I believe I see the guy who killed Freddie Garcia. And that's how Bud's name came up. So do you think that guy may have been associated with the group of guys who came and started playing see, basketball? that's who we don't know. That's okay. who we don't know. Mm -hmm. Because three, the three individuals who went to the photo lineup, mm -hmm. I mean to the uh, lineup, um, Neither one of them mm -hmm. picked Bud out of, uh, the, lineup. Out of the lineup. Neither okay. one of them. And even during the trial, mm -hmm. neither one of them picked him. But here's, here's also the kicker, because, of course, he had a court-appointed attorney, which you know is another. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that was, you know, that was one of the reasons why we're here today, because he had ineffective counsel. Even yeah. his attorney did not ask those three mm -hmm. who took the stand if Bud uh, committed the crime. So, okay, you've got witnesses describing the person. You've got one person that said that the shooter was dark-skinned? Mm -hmm. The shooter was medium complexion. He was 5'5 five, five to 5'6 five, medium complexion. So, I mean, five, I'm 5'6". Five, so if someone's 5'11", that's a grip taller than me. Yes. And then there's a big, di a, we'll put a picture of Bud so that the audience can see him. He's very light-skinned. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can never see him and say that person's medium tone or dark-skinned. Right. Um, so, okay, we're going to take a break really quick, and then we're going to talk about you guys trying to get his case reopened. So we'll be right back. 
Hey guys, it's Keisha, the host of the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast and web series. If you follow me on social media, you know that the Million Harris is one of the sponsors of the show. I've told you all about the great hair products for both men and women that they have, but I wanted to give you an opportunity to actually see some of their hair bundles. Here they are. What I did was I ordered both 20 and 22 inch Malaysian bundles and a frontal from the Million Harris and took them to my stylist and had her make this unit. Yes, this is actually a lace front unit made from the bundles I purchased at the Million Harris. I usually don't wear this much hair extensions, nor do I wear it this long, but I really, really love it. The hair feels amazing. It looks great. I've been getting compliments everywhere that I go. So make sure to go to her website or stop by the shop and get your order on. She's got hair products, bundles, and mink lashes. Make sure to use my discount code LEVER20 for 20% off your total purchase. All right, welcome back to the Libra Lounge. We're continuing the story of Bud Douglas. What's Bud's real name? Marion uh, Marion Hunter. Marion, like M-A-R-I-O-N? Yes. Okay. All right. So that's, you know what? I don't mean to change the subject, but for some reason, like sometimes black mamas give their sons feminine names. <laughs> that's my dad's grandfather's name. Well, okay. I have an uncle. His name was Connie. And I was like... Why did you name him Connie? And then it was some. It was another relative's name. Yes. I was like, was the relative a girl? And they're like, no, it was a man. I'm like, but he went by Ricky. So it's just like they wind up changing it. Right, because we Wouldn't called you? my dad. Right. Yeah. We, we were my dad's nickname was Bud, so that's how Bud got his nickname from his dad. From our dad, yes. Okay, y'all know I'm like a baby squirrel. When I see or hear something, I just go zoom. So okay, so we're hearing the case of Bud Douglas, who has been in prison for capital murder for 26 years. So what you guys are trying to do right now is get his case reopened so he can get a new trial. Yes, or just really get his story told Told. and out there. So has there been any new evidence that has come to light within these 26 years? Well, we hired an investigator, Mm -hmm. um, I think in 2013, I believe it Mm -hmm. was. So he's pretty much been uh, working the case and trying to, you know, find new evidence. One of the reasons why we hired the investigator was because in 90 was it 98 mm-hmm. i believe in 98 supposedly mm-hmm. there was an individual who confessed mm-hmm. to killing a crime that someone is serving time for okay. and because someone who overheard the conversation was well aware of bud's case mm-hmm. and how all of this came about the area um the person and so forth um he kind of eased into the conversation. Mm-hmm. And what because we never got the name and he never got the person's name because that person ended up being paroled. Okay. I think that following week or so after this conversation happened, he never got the name. So the purpose of us hiring the investigator was to try to identify this individual. This okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And that has that been, did that happen? Well, we narrowed it down. However, the same one who wrote Bud to tell him about the situation, mm-hmm. he's kind of like one of those guys he lived by that street code. 
Yeah, so you don't snitch on anybody. Exactly. So, but in situations like that, usually they will shave off some time if they help with another case. Correct, but he's one, he is standing. But he's, you know, he's he really stands by that code. Exactly. Do you know he how said that, that he was going to live it in, he was going to leave it in the Lord's hands. Oh, okay. That has to be very frustrating. So, you know, that there is a witness out there that could possibly be the key to this whole case. Yeah. And then the investigator even talked to uh, three of the witnesses and they still say to this day that it, it was an absolute no. They showed, the investigators showed Bud's picture, mm. and they said the first time they saw Bud was during trial. So during trial, what, what, was the, what was the crux of the evidence? Was it just all circumstantial, his signed confession? There was no evidence. No evidence. Yeah, well, so they have no evidence, they have no, no eyewitnesses. No well, court on carbon copies. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, I mean, all... It sounds like all they had was eyewitness, which is and then a signed confession, exactly. and a signed confession, and this one individual who said that he did it. Now here's here's another thing to that: this same individual who said that Bud did it, mm -hmm. he was also adamant about another guy who Bud met at Dobie High School, mm -hmm. and he was, I guess, trying to insinuate that the two of them did it together. For well, what purpose, though? So has anyone have, ever said why they decided? How I old was no Freddie Garcia? 17. So what reason would they have to kill another 17-year-old? I mean, they was he robbed? Apparently, they said it was to take, a, take his car, which was never taken. But you can easily take a car. If, I mean, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what, but... You don't shoot someone in the head that you just got done. They play basketball together, right? Well, not the not the guys who uh, who rolled up in the car. Correct. Okay. They only, you know, they I guess they saw them playing basketball mm. or whatever. I'm not sure how all of that went down, mm. but they only know. Well, matter of fact, the wit the one witness he noticed the car mm -hmm. was because it he like thought a it was car some, or something like that. No, something fancy. It was like an Oldsmobile or something. So like it's that. not like a vehicle no. that someone would because you know, even try even to steal. Said, no, because even the witness, the same witness said that he thought he recognized the uh, guys that was in the car. So does Freddie Garcia's family think that Bud did this? Now that I'm not sure. So have y'all had any contact with no. the family or anything like that? No, no. Because the story just doesn't, something's missing. There's some parts, there's lots of gaps. Well, actually, I, I there, was, there was nothing drug related, alcohol related, related to a female, no, nothing that would like make someone want to kill someone else right? well no well no i don't think there's any gaps I, I think it's it's very basic dudes got into a fight somebody had a gun somebody got shot that happens a thousand times over yeah the year. but sometimes but it's like someone you, they you know you can beat up a person right, but, you know yeah, what i mean but you case, don't get a gun and shoot him well, in the head case, case, the... this happens 20 times a week in chicago and in, okay, in well, detroit in, in la no, i'm just saying people get into a fight people get shot the real issue is that you had unreliable eyewitness testimony. Right. You had a signed confession from a kid, for, from yeah. a young adult, who didn't know what to really do when the cops. The cops are basically have, we don't know who it is. We have a suspect. They and just a want case to, close to close the case. Exactly. Right. Yeah. They just exactly. want to close the, the case. Exactly. And there are so many examples of this kind of story where somebody had the exact same course of action. Right. And on appeal, they show there's no hard evidence to tie them at all. Right. And, you know. Producer Dave, you sound kind of uh, smart. 
Well, I'm just, I mean, it's, it's saying it. It's not. My baby trying to be a, a court reporter, not a lawyer. Well, just I'm just a court reporter. I'm just saying there's there's no question a dude got shot. There's right. no question someone He didn't just shot get him. shot, but he was killed. You well, know yeah. what I mean? So, right. which is a, a tragedy right there. And then you have another tragedy exactly. because someone who's innocent has been Absolutely. locked up for 26 years. And yeah, the justice and, and, was done to both when you, oh, yeah. you really well, look yeah, at it. most definitely. Because the killer is still out there. Exactly. Yeah, here's the craziest thing. And, and this is something that's always strange to me. Eyewitness testimony is the worst kind it of evidence is. when it comes to science, but the best kind of evidence, it seems like, when it comes to the court of law. Yeah. And how many times have you seen something that was wrong, you misremembered, yeah. you're, you're just, we're terrible, we, we are terrible collection mechanisms. I mean, case you know? in point, we had a conversation earlier today about um, taking senior pictures in high school. Mm -hmm. Neither one of us can remember where we took it, we just know we took them. We don't right. remember if it was an auditorium, in a cafeteria, nothing. So, right. and that was what? How many years ago? Over twenty years ago. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like you, you yeah, get, yeah. things get fuzzy. And here's the thing: there was no physical evidence. No. no. Murder weapon that was no. never found. No. No. Yeah. Now has so okay. So was there an appeal, or has there been an appeal? There was, you know, I guess they do kind of like that uh, direct appeal or whatever following cases of, you know, folks who or individuals who have been found guilty. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, there has not been an appeal. Okay. But due to the um, this latest investigation with the private investigator and uh, the fact that Bud had a total of eight witnesses mm -hmm. and only two were called to testify, that they were either with, well, that they were with him, mm -hmm. um, but he had a total of eight who can testify that they were either with him or saw him at the time this killing took place. So why were they not called to be witnesses? You have ineffective counsel. Okay. Yeah, his lawyer didn't yeah, do his job. All right. Because, you know, the thing is, it, the way I see it, like I say, with this one witness being adamant about Bud and then another individual, but then the other individual who was charged, and they, of course, had to drop the charges because he had uh, proof that he was in New York, which is his home state. So someone else got accused of the same yes. crime, and they weren't even in the state no. of Texas. No, they were in New York. Yeah. So it's, it just sounds we like We weren't even was in Houston. Lot. We were in Texas City at the time. Yeah, court-appointed attorneys when it comes to a they're a, uh, overworked murder number case. Well, one they don't have extra resources they're underskilled typically yeah. and they're on the lowest rung of professional right. lawyering i guess yeah. yes and here's the thing you know because this was all new uh for us even while my mom was calling you know uh, speaking with attorneys and you know just trying to find an attorney for but mm -hmm. um I, there was one that told her when she told him who his court-appointed attorney was. Mm -hmm. um, he was like, oh, you know, he's a good attorney. No, Donald Davis was good at getting his clients, uh, keeping his clients from getting the death penalty. That's okay. what he was good at. But he wasn't good at proving them exactly. innocent. Okay, okay. So his case has not been officially reopened, but that's what you guys are hoping to have happen. Correct. Okay, has he, what was his sentence? His sentence was uh, life with the possibility of parole, and I think it was either 
I think it was life with the possibility of parole in 35 years. So he still would have a nice grip of time before he yes. even comes up for parole again. Yes. Okay, so how has, when you guys see or talk to Bud, what does he describe? How's his life in prison? I mean, he's been in prison mm -hmm. longer than he has not been in prison. Exactly. So how, what is his day-to-day -day like? You know what? I talk to him pretty frequently. We talk to him almost every day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, of course, my sister can tell you. Anytime, you know, he'll call, he'll ask, you know, how are you? And then, you know, of course, we tell him, you know, we're fine, blah, 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 mm -hmm. or whatever. And then when we, you know, pose that question back to him, mm -hmm. he's like, oh, you know, I'm blessed. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm walking tall, standing strong. Mm -hmm. And even if, you know, you hear him talking to others that he may have not talked to in a while, mm -hmm. and they ask him, you know, well, how are you doing? He say, oh, I'm blessed. You know, I'm walking tall, standing strong, you know, keeping my head up. Mm -hmm. And uh, he say, you know, in here, it's like, you know, it's torture, mm -hmm. mental torture. Right, because you know say, you're innocent. Exactly. He say, and, and I mean, that's just for anybody, right. though, you mm -hmm. know, that's incarcerated. But one of the things that I will say that blesses me and that has blessed me, I mean, you know, it catches my attention. Mm -hmm. He say, you know, when I walk up out of here, I'm going to walk up out of here without a stain on me. Right. Yeah. So that was going to be my next question. Does Bud think that he will get released? Oh, yes. yes. Okay. okay. Oh, yes. So, you know, since he's been in prison for 26 years, he's missed. He doesn't have any kids. No, no, he don't have any kids. no kids. No. Like, 18, that's when no. life, I mean, you, you're walking around making mistakes, having mm -hmm. fun, partying. So what are all of the milestones within y'all's family that he's missed? I mean, he's missed, you know, uh, seeing his nieces and nephews being raised. Mm -hmm. uh, he's missed out on, you know, graduations. Mm -hmm. On my dad's side, and I, I lost both of my grandparents since mm -hmm. he's been, you know, we lost both of we our, lost grand brother. our grandparents since he's been in there. We lost our dad since he's been in there. We you lost our brother? oldest brother since he's been in there. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's just missed out on so much. Right. And, you know, he's hopeful that he would be out in enough time to even just spend time with, you know, our, our kids. kids because our kids are much younger. And, you know, being that they have a love of sports and mm -hmm. he has a love of sports, you know, he's just ready to get out and he'll tell you. He say, you know, I'm going to work with them. I'm going to, you know, make, I'm going to uh, train them and mm -hmm. so forth. I mean, it's just so much. He has so many aspirations right. for when he comes home. He's a, um, he's a coach for the uh, tournaments of the basketballs teams and stuff up there mm -hmm. in the prison. He's always taught. He said he retired. He getting old. His <laughs> knees getting bad. How okay. old is he? 40, 40, 44. So, I mean, if he, if this case got, let's say it got reopened 2020, I'll just say 2020. Mm -hmm. He Thank still you, has time that he can get married, have kids of his own, oh, yes. have a career and everything. But mm -hmm. look how much stuff has changed. Mm -hmm. Exactly. He mm -hmm. has a lot to learn. A lot to learn. I mean... We didn't, like, 18... I mean, he even has to learn how to drive because he Bud never really knew how to drive. Right. I mean, <laughs> just like the cell phones. I mean, oh. th look at how... I mean, that's crazy just to think yes. that when he does come out, it's going to be a culture shock for him. Yes. Oh, yes. In so many ways. Mm -hmm. And it's scary. It has to be scary because you have to do a fast course in catching up to everything, just exactly. the world of it, you know, by itself. Okay, so I know you, you had another one? 
Well, I was going to ask, I mean, have, uh, have you all been able to reach out to any of the uh, major programs like the Innocence Project or mm -hmm. things like that? Over the years, I have reached out um, to the Innocence Projects. And, of course, a lot of them, you know, at that time, they pretty much didn't want to take on cases unless DNA was involved. However, mm -hmm. you do have the one here for the state of Texas. Now, mm -hmm. that one, they will take it, regardless if DNA is involved or not. Mm -hmm. um, but the thing is, they get so many, many. Mm -hmm. letters. And the thing is, you have to just be persistent and stay on top of it because I've since reached out to uh, a few of them mm -hmm. within the last maybe month or so. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I can only imagine how many people yes. write them because there's a lot of innocent people yes. serving time. Um, okay, so did you guys, I'm not sure of the attorney who, you know, has been working, has been working with Kim Kardashian. Have y'all, to reopen some of these cases, have y'all reached out to him? The Well, I know there's a lady named Brittany. Mm -hmm. And the lady named Mikodi Angel mm -hmm. that has worked uh, with Kim Kardashian, and I have reached out to them both. And mm -hmm. Mikodi uh, told me that the, they're only working with people who have drug cases uh, okay. right now, because federal, federal drug cases. I'm okay. sorry. Yes, but she said that you know if she heard anything, she will get back to me and let me know. And she just wishes the best for his case, but. It wouldn't be something that they could handle at this time. Okay. So you guys are getting ready to have a big community fundraiser. And what is the reason for the fundraiser? What are you, what, what goal are you trying to achieve? It's pretty much, again, getting his story out there. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the reason why we're even here tonight. Mm -hmm. Because one of the things, if you think about it, with so much that's going on with, you know, the, um, when They See Us, that right. Netflix mm -hmm. series. Mm -hmm. Then you had the Brian Banks story mm -hmm. that was just released, I believe, last month. And mm -hmm. then you have Just Mercy that's coming out in December. Now is the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, of course, we've done our part. So it's, you know, we've done our part working with the investigator. And, of course, I've talked to attorneys um, since then. Um, but the thing is, it's just getting his story out there, getting the traction. Right. So, Noelle, I'm hoping you're watching. Let's talk, okay? Because mm -hmm. she's one of those. She can find out any and everything, and she keeps her ears to the straight. So maybe that's something that we can get together and discuss because she's all about situations like this. Yes. Um, especially with, you know, the evidence, the lack thereof of evidence exactly. was just appalling that someone can be convicted of not just, this is not like a, I stole a snicker bar. It's, it's murder. Well, and, and, uh, like I said, they're under pressure to close cases. Right. Exactly. First and foremost, that's how, that's yeah. how any police department is judged is the caseload backlog and, uh, exactly. and, and the closing velocity. The, there's a couple of things that people can learn from this. Number one, don't ever talk to the police without, without an attorney. attorney, period. Do not answer a single question. You're under no requirement to answer a question. You can simply say, I respectfully decline to answer any questions without an attorney, period. I mean, and, and that's, that's, a, that's everything. Yes, because that's the moment you ask for an attorney, that's They have it. to stop, yeah. Exactly right. Because yeah. I know I would be like, I need an attorney and my mama to come up, come up here. Because, you know, yeah. you need that support because how intimidating for someone to pick you up from school handcuff you while you're at school take you in question you 
You don't know. I am a grown woman, and I would be freaking out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would really be scared, like nervous, like what is going on? Well, and then watch, they get people to sign a confession. Well, here's the thing. If you watch, you know, three or four episodes of uh, the first 48, for yes. example, mm-hmm. you will see real quickly exactly yes. the tactics. Yes. They, they hope that someone doesn't ask for an attorney. They hope so someone they can talks. be done with the mm-hmm. case. Because one of the rights is anything you say or don't say. Can be used can against, be used you. against mm-hmm. you. Right. Period. And, and that's something that I'm sorry, an 18 year old does not understand that. A 35 year old doesn't yeah, understand like, yeah, that. Yeah, that's ever been true. In that position. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, this, uh, you know, yes, 18 year legally adult, but in my mind, that's no. still a kid. Exactly. Yes. Okay, so you guys are most definitely going to need an attorney. And I know that attorneys, they, charge like $5,000 an hour. But it's not just that you have to pay the attorneys. You have to pay the people that the attorney uses to go exactly. and look through everything and the investigate witnesses. The, witnesses the, the and, analysts exactly. and the techs and all that. Right. So, I mean, I'm sure you guys, this community fundraiser is going to raise awareness, but it will also be able to help, help you guys exactly. to get that attorney. So if there's anyone who is in the legal field that could be of assistance to the Douglas family, Please send us an email at LibraLoungeRadio at gmail.com. Okay, so before we go, can you tell us the plans that Bud has? I know he can't wait to get with his nieces and nephews, but what, I mean, does he ever say, as soon as I get out, I want to eat this certain thing, or I want to go see that place? Hmm? His biggest thing uh, is travel. He wants to travel. He wants to travel. Because I have a cousin that has done, um, that's doing expat, and he was in Singapore, which now he's in South Korea. Mm -hmm. But they do a lot of traveling, and Mm -hmm. he sends, you know, they always send the photos. Right. So, you know, he's gone, I mean, uh, one of the, I forget the, uh, one of the really, it's really a really beautiful place, mm-hmm. uh, Maldives. Maldives. Yes. Mm-hmm. They went they were to there. Maldives mm-hmm. and they sent the pictures. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, that's one of the things he wants to do is travel, travel, travel. Especially being you're like, you're caged. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yes. every move that you make is monitored. Yes. You have to ask permission to do everything that yes. you do. So, yes, I know he can't wait to travel. Does he ever talk about, you know, Meeting someone, getting married, does he still have hopes to have oh, his own family? Oh, he still wants to have he kids. Wa- right. He has time. Yeah, he still wants. What? <laughs> What'd she say? Oh, he. His, uh, one of his uh, girlfriends, a girlfriend that he, a girl that he was talking to prior mm-hmm. to uh, being arrested. Right. Um, they have kind of kept in contact uh, off and on since he's been in there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's one of his things. But of course, she would tell you she ain't having no more kids. I'm sure he, he <laughs> wants to have a steak and a blowjob as soon as he gets out. I yes, mean, he, he hasn't, well, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's, well, that's human nature. Anybody would want that, you know. He well, does. I mean, this opens up a whole nother line of questioning because. Because, you know, no, it doesn't, James. Well, no, I, it, it's, it's he heard like, sex, and no, no. now it's a whole other line of questions. <laughs> no, what I mean is, is, and you know, how much of life did he live getting up to eighteen? I mean, exactly. I mean, had he been with a girl? Had he had he done those kind of? <laughs> he's a well, he's, you know, Have you was. seen him? I think he no, may have already done. I mean, really, was, I mean, you got to think about how many things. But not like a serious, out. serious relationship. Exactly. Just like young love, and you know, hooking I, up or whatever. Bud I mean. had two loves. He had love for girls, and he had love for basketball. basketball. There you go. And rapping. He and rapping. Rap. And that yeah. too. Well, this is a sad case, but when we get back, I want you guys to let everyone know how they can continue to follow Bud's case about the fundraiser, how they can make a donation, or how they could be of any assistance to you guys. We'll be right back.
Sassy Class Boutique is the hot spot for your fashion, beauty, and home decor desires. We celebrate women of all shapes and sizes with our trendy collection of regular and plus size clothing. Looking for the right accessories? We have upcycled Louis Vuitton handbags, vegan purses, and jewelry to add sass to your class. We also offer health and beauty products from salon quality hair care to cruelty free makeup. Our edgy home decor items will make you the envy of all of your neighbors. Sassy Class Boutique also offers custom items like shirts, hats, and other gifts for any occasion. All of our vendors are female owned small businesses, and together we are Sassy Class Boutique. Located at 3709 Fatter Drive in Dickinson, Texas, 77539. Or shop anytime with us at www.sassyclassboutique.com. All right, so I want to say thank you to Tanika and Sharondra mm -hmm. for coming down here today. And I'm saying that because... Her name is Sharon Drub, but my best friend has been calling her Sharon Duh for 22 years. <laughs> okay, so please let everyone know how they can find Bud's social media page, which is it run by you guys? Yes. Okay, how they can get on there and learn more about Bud, where they can go if they want to learn more about his story, and tell us about this fundraiser this weekend. Well, his Facebook is under Bud Hunter. And they have a miscarriage of injustice is posted on this page with information regarding his case. But Tanika can give more information about that. Um, yes, you can find that. You can also find it under my Facebook profile, which is Tanika Douglas White. Um, although, I mean, it's private, but at the same time, my post about him okay. is all public. Okay. So anyone has, you know, they're Access able to, to see, see that. it. Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. And this Saturday, you guys are hosting a, what it, it's a fundraiser. Yes. Um, and give us all the information about that. We will have a prayer and benefits supporting him. Uh, just, again, you know, getting his information out there. And, of course, raising money uh, for mm -hmm. legal fees. Um, that will take place at the Mount Carmel Baptist Church, uh, located at 2920 Highway 3 in Dickinson, Texas. Um, it will be from 11 a.m. and we will end at 3.30 p.m. Okay, and you guys are going to be selling barbecue sandwiches. Anything else going to be out there? Uh, ways that people can make a contribution? Um, people can make a contribution uh, by going to, I have three different um Ways that that can be done is through my PayPal, which is Tanika, T-A-N as in Nancy, E-K-A, 31 at gmail.com, um, or Venmo, which is uh, Tanika hyphen white, or uh, Cash App, which is the dollar sign Tanika, T-A-N-E-K-A, 77. And again, if you guys have any information that if, if you hear this story and you think, oh, maybe I've heard this story before, any information, please feel free to contact them, let them know, um, and please go out to the benefit this weekend. It's going to be this Saturday, September 28th, 11 to 3.30 at Mount Carmel Baptist Church here in Dickinson. All right, so it is time for the Bitch Please of the Week. Bitch Please! You be rolling down the street telling stories. Bitch, you never tell the truth. Bitch, please. Everybody know you lying, bitch, because all you do is lie.
Okay, so, okay, this is, I, I, this is just crazy to me. All right, so we know for like the past four years, Will and Jada Smith have just been weird, okay? They, I, I don't even know if they're black anymore. They are really, really, really weird. They're not like anything like when they started back on A Different World and on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It's not the same people, okay? So I was reading an article today, um... I guess this week on Jada's talk show, what is it, the Red Table Talk or something like that? She's always talking about like her vagina and like sex and masturbation. It's just too much information that Jada gives out. So I was reading an article and this week they're going to be talking about how they had to stage an intervention for their son, Will and Jada's son, Jaden Smith. Do you want to know what the intervention was about? I'm going to let you guess what it was about. Was it drugs? It wasn't drugs. Okay. Uh, was I'm going to give it, you three tries. Okay. Was it uh, sex addiction? Nope. Not sex addiction. No. Mm -mm. Uh, was it gambling? Nope. 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 No. Nothing like that. What the Those hell? are usually the causes for an intervention, right? Yeah. What the hell else do you intervention for? To teach that boy how to eat. What? Yeah. They stage an intervention because he wasn't eating properly. Was he alive? He was alive. Was he, he decided he wanted to become vegan, okay. but he wasn't doing it right. So he wasn't getting all the nutrients that he needed. So he lost a lot of weight. He had dark circle under his eyes. He didn't know how to eat. Motherfucker, your parents are millionaires. You have a lot of money. You could pay someone to make all your meals for you every single meal of every single day. So how do you not do vegan right? Like it's pretty straightforward what it is, right? Yeah. Like, unless you're, like, eating bacon every meal, I don't know how else you'd not do vegan right. Well, he was losing weight, so he wasn't eating bacon every single meal. Uh. He, this is weird. Black people don't do shit like this. You know what I mean? We don't. No. You know what fucked us up? Black people haven't been right since that sniper shooter that everyone thought was white, and then we found out he was black, so we walked around like that. I was like, give me a hajib. I don't want anyone to even see my face or see my eyes. I don't want people to think I'm black. Maybe they'll think I'm Indian or something like that. Black people have not been right since then. Black people used to, you know, do crimes that kind of made sense. Like, ooh, you slept with my baby daddy. I'm going to beat you up. Crime, okay? Oh, I don't have any money. I don't know how I'm going to pay my rent. Boom, I'm going to go rob a, rob a convenience store. We did stuff like that. White people, y'all like eat people's faces. Y'all, y'all, y'all like hold people in your basements and stuff like that. Y'all do like really weird stuff like, oh, I'm going to tear this person's butt off and wear it as my own butt. Y'all do those kind of crimes. But now black people do that kind of stuff. I got two words. R. Kelly. Yeah, um, yeah. 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 He eats ass and face and all that piss on people. And what? Yeah. But back to Jaden. Okay. I don't want to the boy's 21 years old. Look, I have a theory. I think when any black person gets enough money, mm -hmm. they act white. I really believe that. Girl, that is how people get shot. <laughs> we just had someone walk in and kind of scared all of us. Okay, so Jaden Smith, look, baby, go to church's chicken, get you some chicken, get you some greasy, dirty rice. It'll you'll get you, you'll be filled back up. Okay, you're gonna gain weight. He is skinny. Get I some mean, even yeah. his skinny jeans are baggy on him. Get some itis, and you'll know yeah, what it's like to eat yeah, again. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I really think that the Smiths have been whitewashed.
Completely. Yeah, they really have. Like, I mean, can y'all get a... They are literally... Look, now I'm pissed off. Now they're culturally appropriating from my culture. They really are. Y'all need to stop trying to be white. interventions about food. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But now he's vegetarian. I'm offended. He's vegetarian now. So now he's healthier. But he had to have an intervention. The day my mom and daddy have to have an intervention... See, they probably would have been like, bitch, you eating too much. That would have made more sense. But you don't have an intervention because you're not eating enough. You're not eating the right foods. Go get you some of those Flintstone um, vitamins for kids. Take that every day, and you'll have all the nutrients that you need, okay? All right, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. It's the Lieber Lounge. The Lieber Lounge. Ooh.